Welcome to the Awaken Health Podcast. In 2018, I began a journey of healing myself spiritually, physically, and mentally. Along this journey, I have been able to start working at home, spending more time with my loved ones, and being in touch with my truest and highest being. I want the same for you. And if you're tired of the day in and day out kind of routine of life, ready to reclaim your power and energy to create a life beyond your wildest imagination, then this is exactly where you need to be. I am your host, Lana Kayla, and I'm excited to dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back, my darlings. I'm so excited for today's episode. But before we dive in, this episode is sponsored to you by Authentic and Fierce, The Blueprint. This is a six-month one-to-one coaching program where you will learn how to be a magnet for all you desire, quit living the mundane life, and step into the realm of possibilities. Finding your deep purpose on this journey and being completely supported on it. To see if this is a right fit for you, check out the show notes and schedule a free energetic session. This is a no pressure call. This is a just to see if maybe you would be interested into more coaching, but if not, don't worry. You will get a clarity plan where it will help you understand your next step of action to take in order to continue and progressing in your journey. All right. So That is really exciting. Be sure to check out the show notes and schedule that call. I am obsessed with this program. It is such an amazing program. I have been working on it over the past six months, and it really has become wildly obvious what we need to start to focus on. You know, a lot of my clients come to me. They came to me for, you know, um, health coaching. And what ended up happening is now we're here and we're working on their purpose and what they feel is pleasurable for them and what makes them feel good and excited. And this is about stepping into their own unique value overall. And so, you know, with this program, we do have a step-by-step process that we follow and it's working through your shadow, working through creation and embodying your energetics. And then overall that pure embodiment and being exactly and integrating. There's a step for that because it's not enough to just learn this. It's also about how do you integrate it into your life? And so I am completely obsessed. And so it is six months and I have a few spots open for this month of September. So be sure to sign up for the energetic session to see if you're a right fit to claim your spot. So today's episode is all about the root chakra. And I want to talk about this probably in not a typical way that you may have already heard about it. Now, it will definitely be the same teachings. However, it's just going to be talked about a little bit differently. Now, I want you to imagine, and you probably could, trying to work on a goal, trying to work on some kind of manifestation, and it feels like an uphill battle. Or you get really excited. You're super excited about this thing. Everything makes sense. Everything's clicking. You have so much energy. You're going, you're going. And then somewhere along the line, maybe it's the next day, maybe it's later that day, maybe it's even a month from then, everything starts to go downhill. So you go, you go up, and then you go down really quickly, and everything starts to scare you. This is going to be part of the shadow work that we do, and this is a mandatory thing. This is something you need to be working on. Now, with this being said, where does this come from? That insecurity most likely is coming and being stored from your root chakra. Your root chakra is at the base of your spine, um, and 
you know, this is an embodiment of different places of your body. But I do want to stay here is that it's near your hips. And it's very common for us to be having energy stuck in our hips, right? Um, especially for women. And there's been cases and there's been women who come out and say that they did yoga and they cried in the middle of like a pigeon pose. You know, um, if you read You Are a Badass, she talks about the pigeon pose. Jen talks about the pigeon pose and how, you know, I think it was enough. It was either that or you are a badass at making money. It was one of the two. And she talks about the pigeon pose and about holding it and the, the energy being released from her hips and all of that information, all that stuff. And so it's no wonder. It's a lot there. A lot is going on at that center. And so to release that and to work through it, whether it's overactive or underactive, is important. You want to balance it. You want to have security. You want to feel groundedness. And I've had people ask me, what does grounding mean? And it's always such a hard way to explain it because it just makes sense to me, right? But what grounding is, is being calm. Think about it, the calmest person you know. You know, I was talking to a friend and she was telling me about how her husband laid in the grass with his their daughter. And I was like, that's a calm, grounded person. That's just someone that can relax and chill and just be in the moment, right? And so that's what grounding is. And that's the energy you get here from your root. Now, I want you to imagine that you're trying to create something. It's really exciting because, you know, you know you can do it. This is that part of your inner being that's super excited about it, knows you can do it. You know, Abraham Hicks often says that if you are out of alignment, you can tell by the way that you feel, right? And when you're in alignment, you can tell by the way you feel. And so that excitement feeling is often going to be connected to your um, inner being overall. And what happens here is that you start to go up and everything makes sense. Everything's exciting. And then you realize all the things you do not know or your ego comes in and it is a straight shot back down to earth. And this often is associated with things like depression, anxiety, um, you know, really beating yourself up. Binge eating is possible or addictive habits because you want to have that high again. You want to be really in tune with your inner being. And so you will do anything to get there, right? Instead of the work that needs to be done. And I can say this, I, I say this because I have done this myself. I have been and I have experienced that roller coaster ride and ignoring that I have to do work instead of like, I have to work on this area that I feel insecure about or I have to expand my knowledge. I have to work around whatever this shadow aspect is. I have insecurity about it. Also, you know, when you're up and up and up, you also think that you're delusional and you have to come down to groundedness. You have to come back to reality, right? That's often what we feel like. And then old survival habits will kick in. And so a lot of people are living in survival mode. A lot of my clients are living in survival mode and it's hard to turn off because it's so heavily conditioned in this area, except it doesn't need to be conditioned anymore. It's like peeling back the layers. So again, it's macro or micro. It doesn't really matter. As you will see things, a lot of things are cyclical. Everything goes in circles, right? And so you will, you know, work through one part of this shadow and then in a few months, you may have to come back. And this is why it's important. And me as your coach, 
wants you to know that you have to have a toolbox. I don't want you to have to depend on me to have you walk you through it each time, but knowing how to identify it and then work through it yourself will make you the best self-coaching person alive. And now having a coach is great. You want to have a coach. Coaches keep you accountable. But there are ones for new levels. There are also new programs. It's also really important that you know and you can trust yourself and that you know you are supported, right? And so when you are going through this and feeling very insecure, I'm not going to tell you to wear the color red. I'm not going to tell you to eat red foods. While those are important in balancing your root chakra, what I feel is best and what I'm going to guide you here is several different ways to start to work with this energy and bringing back to calmness and groundedness, you know, often when this is out of balance, this can feel like the floor is going to fall from underneath you. It feels like everything, no matter how good it's going to get, it is going to just get worse, right? It's never going to be exactly the way you want it to be. It's going to be awful. And you can say that you have the evidence for that because what is happening is that you're going up and up and up, and then you come down and then that's your evidence, right? That's what you count as true hard evidence that you're not meant to have happiness or success or be secure in your life. And so it takes some, you know, pulling and working and being supported by someone to help you work through this overall. And so you want to, you don't want to just write things down one day and it's not enough to just write them down. You have to really get your whole energy behind this. And this is what I am teaching in Magnify Your Energy is how to get your whole energy behind the thing that you're calling in, the thing that you truly want. And then you will know because, oops, I needed to sit down lower. <laughs> Sorry. Um, then you will know what it is and how you feel, you know right away that you've already feel good about it because you do not need to have to keep working the energy behind it, right? So let me explain that a little bit. Let me expand that a little bit. So say, we'll say my current goal. So I have these checks right here. If you're watching on YouTube, I have checks back there that are manifestation checks. And every time I set a new goal, I write it out on a check. And I will take a look and see how I can um, condense time, right? And how can I speed this up? And so when I wrote, I think I wrote 5,500 on there. And I have to feel really good. Everything is about the intention that I'm writing. But it's what comes up. That's really exciting, right, when I'm writing that. But then there's something else that happens. Something else comes over me. And it's like, well, you know, you you manifested 5,000 last month, but that's that's not real. That's not real by the ways that you receive that. And then I'll start to downplay my magic. I'll downplay my energy. And then I'll start to go into panic mode thinking that, you know, this is just an example of things that I've gone through before. Then I start to panic and I think about, oh, well, I won't have food for the kids. We're going to end up homeless. We're going to not be able to pay off our cars. I go into fight or flight. I go into a deep survival mode that I will not be able to supply or help my family. And now it's not just about a manifestation anymore. It's about being insecure in my current environment. And so it takes grounding tools to bring that root tracker back into a balance flow. And you can do this as frequently as you want. You know, you can listen to the binaural beats 
as often as you want to get it balanced and visualize that. That's going to be something we're going to talk about. However, there's still going to be this underlining subconscious belief about what you are able to create. Because as children, we were conditioned to believe certain things. And whether it was by force that we were conditioned to believe that we were poor or that we couldn't afford certain things or that there was food at home, we still saw it. We observed things. We were a sponge and we were saturated with other people's beliefs. We also created our own though. And I've been saying this a lot lately is think about your seven-year-old or your child, if you have one, or think about a child, you know, if you ask them about something that happened, whether you told them that you couldn't do something with them right now, or that you couldn't, um, or that the gas, for example, my daughter always worries about gas. I don't know why we don't need to worry about gas, but she always worries that we're going to run out of gas. That's my seven-year-old's belief is that we cannot afford gas. I don't know where she got it from. I don't know how, but as a seven-year-old, this is a belief that she's creating. And I'm working with her to realize that she doesn't need to worry about it. However, when you were seven, you may have created some beliefs that weren't necessarily true, or they came from observational. Maybe a friend was talking about it. And then that's where you saw like, oh my gosh, we're always on E. Like, because mama doesn't go to the gas station, right? She doesn't go when it's half a tank where most people might, she waits until the gas light comes on. And so, you know, it's observational beliefs that come up as well. So whether you had a great childhood, whether you had an okay childhood, whether you had a great childhood, but you didn't have enough money, whatever it looks like, doesn't matter. You still observed your world. You were like a fly on the wall. And so you have to work with that subconscious part of yourself, those conditioned beliefs, and really balance that root chakra and release anything that is holding you up. And so yoga is really good for this. Yoga is super good for allowing and releasing space. There are multiple yoga channels, and I'm actually going to drop them in the show notes. I'm going to make a note right now um, of my favorite yoga channels and the root chakra that I have done through yoga. This is super helpful, very helpful. It's great to open up the hips and really think about the center. So the root chakra is the color red, and it is, again, centered to the base of your spine. You can't see that, but it's centered at the base of your spine. And so while you are doing yoga movements, you can visualize that space. You can visualize right now if you closed your eyes and envisioned what your root chakra felt like or looked like or whatever object it became for you. And imagine, is it bright? Is it too bright? Is it overworking? Or is it completely dim? Or is it just right, right? And kind of like Goldilocks. And see how that feels. And then do a yoga flow, one of these yoga sessions, and then see how it looks in. How do you feel? How does that energy feel? That's being grounded. That's doing something to ground your energy, bringing you back down to earth. Now, there are other things you can do such as walking barefoot in grass. Well, I live in the desert, so I do have to go to a park. I have to find a park that has some form of grass. Right now, we're in the best monsoon season of our lives, and I would go and walk there. Um, I do practice just walking barefoot in general outside. It does feel good when it's not scorching hot. So those are some ways connecting to earth. 
during your guided meditations, I have one on the root chakra. If you go back through the episodes, I'll find the episode and I'll link it. Um, and you can, you know, visualize that groundedness there too. And it's really about lighting that shit up, right? And so the, you can find your own ground up. You can find your own meditations however that works best for you, but I do have one that you can follow. I also, with my clients, we go through the chakra system and we really work around them in order to bring out the best of the clients, right? So, you know, when you are meditating, you can visualize that center and you can listen. So again, I'm not going to go off on the tangent here, but meditation is not about silencing necessarily. It is about becoming an observer and not allowing the thoughts to take control. So a thought might pop up. I would encourage you to just kind of remember that thought that came up and then journal about it afterwards, but not to become entangled. Definitely having an anchor here. An anchor is like your breath. An anchor is a mantra, the thing in and out, your nose, the way you feel something or like just grounding back into the earth. And now with the root tracker, you can visualize the, that from the base of your spine, roots are anchoring down into the earth, into its earth's core, and you're taking the energy up from there. That is really beautiful. Now, that is really great ways to ground yourself before doing the work. This is like pre-work to me because, again, opening up and doing the flows won't necessarily teach your subconscious mind that you are safe and you are secure. And so the next thing I'm going to say is I do have a free journaling prompt on how to um, balance your root your chakra system through journaling prompts. But with this, I am going to highly recommend that you start to journal about the way you feel. So the before work, doing the yoga, the guided meditations, the walking barefoot is to bring you down to neutral, bringing you down from that high roller coaster or that really, really low roller coaster and just making you feel grounded overall. This brings you into an ability to not react or any way that is not going to be beneficial to you, making decisions or feeling a certain way. Instead, it's going to bring you to that neutrality. That way you can start to be objective and be realistic. Uh, this morning I talked about it on my Instagram is honesty is going to be the best policy. There's no sugarcoating. Don't sugarcoat with yourself. I don't sugarcoat with anyone. I'm not going to sugar, sugarcoat with myself, right? So don't sugarcoat during this. Be honest. And if you need support, look out for that. If you need to work with a therapist, a coach, a friend, a mentor, whatever this looks like, Feel free to do that because this is where a lot of our beliefs are about how secure we are and how well off we'll be. And so you may need support here. And so I did this earlier this week for myself because, again, it's layers. I will always have to come back to my root tracker, but I know how to do that and be able to feel good and be able to move through whatever energetics I feel stopped at. And so I journaled. And my whole life, I talked about this, I think, last week a little bit. It was actually last week that I did it. I had been talking so poorly about a lot of aspects of my childhood. But at the end of the day, I had a beautiful home. I had two homes, right? So let's talk about, like, that's amazing. I had two homes um, because my parents divorced. So I had two homes. I had a bed. I had the basic necessities I needed. I 
was fed, whether it was a lot of food or not a lot of food, at the end of the day, I still had food, right? I had running water. I had electricity. I went to decent schools. Um, I got an education. You know, those were basic necessities. I had TV in my room. I was secure. So the story I had built up probably from my seven-year-old or even my 20-year-old mind was not necessarily true. And so to realize that really woke me up to a lot of things. I don't feel secure in other ways and that's okay. I can work through those, but it is not about my basic needs. It is not about the world falling from underneath me because even then I have always been resourceful. I have, I moved out when I was 18 and for the most part, thanks for, thanks for my mom. But for the most part, I have always supported myself. Um, I've always had a job. I always found a way, right? And on occasion, my mom would step up and help me. And that was amazing. I love my mom. And so at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be okay. So I don't need to do things from a desperate, insecure energy. I don't need to manifest this $5,500 from a place of I need this now or we're going to be homeless kind of vibes that I was vibing with. And that's because I had created a story about my childhood. I created something somewhere along the line. I had this story of how awful life was, but it wasn't that way. I was very secure. I was very well taken care of. Now, was there other aspects? Yes. But it wasn't about basic necessities. So that really helped bring my root chakra back into a more well-balanced way and being realistic and being honest with myself about what was I doing. So after you do the pre-ground, you do some journaling. Maybe it's not journaling. Maybe it's talking. Maybe it's poetry writing. Maybe it's artistic. Um, I work with my clients a lot about their self-expression, especially um, once we go through their human design, there is a gate that is about having self-expression. And so helping them find that way of self-expressing and whether they have this gate or not, it's still really helpful to have. It's really great to have um, a way to express yourself and just, you know, talking it out, working out what it is that you feel or think. And this is going to most likely will require support. So making sure that you have the right support system, which will be another episode. The other things you can do is start to create evidence. Oh man, I've been loving this one. I've been writing on evidence so hard and you want to create evidence for yourself where right now, look around your current environment. Are you secure? How are you secure? Put your feet on the floor and feel that security. Create the evidence now and start showing your subconscious mind that you are safe. You're okay. You're secure where you're at. And, you know, you are resourceful. And tell yourself that. Think about the past 10 years. I'm going way back. Think about how resourceful you had to been and how that worked out for you. And how does that feel? And then, you know, continue adding to this list of evidence of the ways that you are secure and the ways that you are grounded into your current life. And know that no matter what, you've always gotten yourself to where you are now. And no matter what, you will continue to find ways to make things work. This is about the ways to really balance this chakra system. This, this, yes, the chakra system and the root and feeling groundedness. And again, this might be, for example, when I'm working with the root chakra with my clients, we really fill it out. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's two weeks. 
I'm going back around with a client to go back to her root chakra because now that we've uncovered some things, the deeper core issues are there. And so we're going to dive really deep into that again. And that's great. That's amazing. That means that we're making progress. So this is how you start to feel secure. And when you start to feel secure, that energy of desperation or that energy of always not having enough, that scarcity and that lack will slowly start to go away. And I'm not going to say it's going to quickly go away. It's not going to abracadabra go away. It's going to go away on its time. The more work you put in behind it. And I'm not talking obsessive work, like you're working on your root chakra all day and all night. What I'm saying is that you really allow the space for yourself to work through it. And you maybe do it once a day for 20 minutes and then you go about your life or you do it once a week for 20 minutes, whatever this looks like, whatever pace feels good to you. But then this allows you to have something firm and steady. And when you want to create something, it is not out of a place of scarcity and lack. I talk about this also quite a bit is that you don't want to create, you don't want to add something to your manifestation list that is not in your truest and deepest desires. And often when we are desperate, we feel like we need things to make us feel whole again. Again, this is like the addiction. This is doing things. I have a very addictive personality. Ask my husband. I cannot put on Netflix and not sit here and watch an entire show. I have been down a path of binge eating. I have had... Um, somewhat terrible eating habits to the point where I went the other opposite way. I've, you know, felt very dependent times on drugs and alcohol. It's all been there. And so I have to take care of myself. This is a part of taking care of yourself and creating security. And when I'm, when you are creating something, you want to do it from a place of excitement and feeling secure and grounded and firm. You want a solid foundation because if you start to manifest things out of desperation, it may not come true. And then that just caused more frustration. And the reason that it's not coming true is because it's not what you really want. You just feel desperate to have something show up. And so sometimes I find it weird to say like, let's manifest a parking spot or a cup of coffee. While those are great, is it necessarily what you really want? Um, there's times where I really do want a free cup of coffee and I get it. And, but there's times where I don't, and then I'm just trying to make something happen. I'm just trying to feel something. And so being very aware of that can help you tremendously. And this may mean that you go back over that new moon manifestation list you made this past week and you revise it and you look at it and what are you creating out of desperation and what can you create with fun? As a projector, it is so important that you have so much fun if you are a projector for all types, but projector is more comes to us as we're having fun and play. And so Go about the week being observant of this. How can you ground into your chakra, your root chakra, and be there? Now, there are some binary beats I will probably link as well. I want you to have as much resources and tools as you need. And that ties up today's episode. I'm so excited. Feel free to tag me and screenshot this as you're listening and let me know you're listening and drop a review below. This allows more people to hear and subscribe to the podcast who are going to need this or need to hear it or could benefit from it overall. I am so grateful for you and I hope you have an amazing Wednesday.